0: Hey guys welcome to the show i hope you're having a great day um i'm barely awake and uh, have not been motivated to do anything today which is terrible but i'm here and happy and excited to be alive trey are you here this week
1: you already know baby it is what it is
0: Ooh, he's off vacation he's back to hang out with no, us No,
1: don't say it like that what come on man like, you're, a of, oh. you're a lot of vacation I mean yeah but like I just I still wanted to be there It was too short it was too short that's okay uh too short then he's again a good rapper, so you said what
0: he's a good rapper too short um, oh okay that was a bit it didn't work <laughs> uh give it's me okay. a beatbox tray. <laughs> Hi guys. I fly. I'm looking back at the people because I try. We have a really cool person on show. Her name's Sarah. She's like, oh, I know, no, but I don't get it only if I can't see. She's like in the East Coast with this weather system beat. It's all messed up. I don't even know why. If I know there's a 100 degrees in my room and try not to explode if I never know. Ooh, did you understand what I came to do? Now I want to rap because I'm cool like you. A little old school with my little tool, true. Ho, ho. As I press the share button. I gotta send this to my friends and then I don't know Oh, I'm out of control I'm thinking, oh, got 25 seconds left for me to rap Ow! Oh, ah. And now I lose my mind rapping Looking like a silly dude But now I only captioning cap-sheen, me on the middle Looking for the people because I'm standing in the riddle Like it, sit down, sit down, when, how Must I run like a brown cow Look back now, now you gotta do it Did you understand <laughs> what I gotta do? We're pursuing <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Close to you,
1: to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say close to you. Yo, yo, yo. What it do? What it is?
0: What's up? Did that freak out on everybody else too, or was it just me? What?
2: I liked it. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. No, my the music just stopped on me. Um, right. Interesting. Did it, did it stop early or something?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just. Stopped. Huh. I don't I just, know. I just, I, it's okay. Well, fine then
1: fine then trey bay what is everybody's headline of the week jason you're gonna go first or am i gonna go first okay cool i'll go first Uh, i was attacked by a multi let's see a colonized organism
0: wow um i was afraid my foot was gonna fall off
1: okay interesting is it just me or is jason really quiet
0: um i might be
1: let's see is that better yes okay okay and now i want to hear sarah's headline
2: i just came back from north dakota
1: okay cool dope sick nasty um I was attacked by a, 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 whatever. I was stung by a jellyfish. It was not great. Um, Me and several of my family members were actually stung by a jellyfish, uh, including my girlfriend. And um, we were in South Carolina. um, And apparently it is jellyfish season. Um, So when it gets warmer on the coast, they tend to spring up quite a bit. And um, they are very numerous. So I was... uh, we were literally just getting in for like the first 10 seconds of us getting onto the beach. And, uh, not only were we getting stung, but before we got stung, I see a shark in the water. Now, you know, everybody thinks, okay, cool. It's a great white. No, obviously not. It was a, I mean, super small shark. I mean like baby shark. Uh, I think it was a black tip. Uh, but it was still kind of crazy to see cause I'd never seen a shark that close, uh, in the water before. Um, but yeah, we were all getting stung. I think they were called sea nettles. Feel free to look up that word. Um, they're based. They look horrendous, but they're not that big. Uh, they just suck because they sting. So um, it it doesn't feel great, and um, that was not the highlight of my vacation. Um, but I still enjoyed the beach as much as I could. Uh, sadly, we were not able to stay in the salt water for long. Um, but that was my headline of the week.
0: Well, there you go. That was uh, very nice. Um, no, my mind... uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, uh, <laughs> Trey wasn't here, but I, <laughs> I, uh, I got as you know who watched the show last week. Uh, you know that I got home loaned by my own kid and uh, have uh, three puncture wounds in my foot and lots of oh. stitches. And so the problem. You should have posted
1: that honestly. Um,
0: the pictures. Um. What? I should have posted the pictures. Maybe. I don't, I don't know if that's. Nobody a... wants to see my rotten feet. Anyway, so blood was uh, everywhere. So the, it was insane. So yeah, to the point that I think I said this already, but my uh, my son comes in the room and he's like, "Hey, Dad, um, can we have lunch dinner?" And I'm like, "Sorry, bud, we're not gonna have dinner uh, like normal today." Um, but because you can go outside and look, and he looks outside and he's like, "Daddy, it looks like somebody died out here. Where's the yellow tape?" Because there's just blood everywhere. In the um. front room. And uh, it was not good. Um, and so, but anyways, so now I'm letting my foot heal. And so, for the first few days, you know, I can't see my foot. So, my wife's taking pictures. Well, she's not putting a flash. She's just like taking pictures of my foot. And so, all I'm seeing is these black holes in my feet. And I'm like, oh, great. Now my foot's going to blow, die. Uh, you know, and I already have like uh, low circulation in my feet. So, I'm like, great. They're going to have to cut my foot off. I'm totally freaking out. Um, but then I go, hey, honey, could you take a flash of the picture? Flash. The next day, I, I'm like, could you just make sure that there's a good flash on it? And then look, and it's the bloody, it's the, just the skin that, that got covered in blood that's there. It's not my foot that's turning black. It's just the scabs. And I'm like, oh, I was so freaking, I was, I was worried I had to go to the emergency room and get my my foot chopped off. And it was like, oh no, it's, it's fine so um luckily i'm not losing my foot today it might be tomorrow but uh um yeah it was uh it was it totally was a stressful uh situation and i'm still hopping along uh to the point that even when we went to walmart yesterday i got to ride one of those i got to drive the little uh handicapped cart so i'm like just cruising around it was it was pretty fun so but it was slow and my kid kept on jumping on
1: I was trying to look for like a like a little squeaky horn thing because that that's what I'd picture you in it's like a little buggy with like a horn yeah exactly yeah yeah I know just just that but was I don't that was that
0: it's okay I'm not mad at you
1: uh, I'm but... glad you're okay I mean I I uh I'm glad things are going better I didn't know if you're is it okay or is it not okay
0: I don't know I'm not 100% sure Oh no! I don't know
1: how to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, you go to stop sounds, top left hand corner.
2: You need the Jaws theme to say you got bit by a shark. Jason,
1: Jason, top left hand corner, stop. Or if it's a voice thing, you go all the way to the top and you click clear voices or clean or whatever. Or I'm sorry. I'm out. Cool. I'm muting him. Awesome. So, Sarah, since uh, we heard that he uh, destroyed his foot, I want to hear your headline of the week.
2: I went to North Dakota, just came back from North Dakota. Uh, My friend and I went to the North Dakota State Fair, which was a uh, second time actually out to North Dakota. This East Coast, New York City girl drove an (laughs) F-150.
1: Oh, wow. I usually, okay. I
2: usually drive a, an electric scooter. So, uh, this was definitely uh, an improvement. And uh, we went to, uh, we flew into Minneapolis and got to the rental car station. And I picked the mystery vehicle. And I was hoping it was a Porsche. And they were like, how about an F 150? I'm like, ah, can I even get into it? I'm five feet tall. <laughs> so, wow. I drove that thing <laughs> eight hours into North Dakota. And, uh, you know, got to the state fair, and we were there to support my friend Jason Rissett, who, uh who is from MHA Nation out in Minot, North, uh, Newtown, North Dakota. And he uh, put on the Indian Horse Relay, which was a awesome experience. Um, and we were on the, the bandstand in front of 18,000 people watching the live action. And what wow. the Indian Horse Relay is, is a... Um, it's a Plains Indian uh, tradition where they have teams from around uh, the, the area compete uh, with their horses. And in this case, they uh, rode some quarter horses, not the thoroughbreds, but they have a jockey and a, two handlers uh, that comprise the team. And the jockey is the baton in the relay race of horses. So oh, wow. the jockey is riding bareback. Um, there's a, the teams are on the line. And they hear the buzzer and they jump on the horse and they race it around the track. And then they run that horse to the edge uh, where the the team's waiting. He jumps off the horse. He gets on another horse, bareback, and continues onward. Uh Um, And clearly these horses don't like to cooperate. So one horse is bucking. The other horse is running in the other direction. You know, some are getting disqualified. (laughs) But it was very intense. And we got a front row seat, actually a front uh, dirt seat because it's a dirt track, and uh, it was quite an experience, so we were there to uh, support, to uh, chronicle uh, the experience at uh, MHA Nation Indian Horse Relay, um, and they're going to bring it uh, to the Native American um, Newtown area uh, and start um, something you know, more broad uh, that they could do annually, rather than it being at the state fair, they're going to bring it uh, home to Newtown. So it's a cool thing, I highly recommend people checking out an Indian Horse Relay if they ever come across one.
1: That sounds super sick. That's, That's a, awesome. was that, I'm assuming that was an awesome experience.
2: It was fantastic. <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> I That's had some horsepower cool. to bring it to the horses. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: here we go. I got you. Are, are, <laughs> are you a truck lady now? Are you like, where's my truck now? Well, you're like, much. how do I live my life without a truck?
2: Are you, so, like, I drove my friend. She came in from California, and um, you know, we're driving from Fargo. We stayed over in Fargo and made our way over to uh, up to Minot, and I stopped for gas. And um, I drove over the curb because I couldn't even see where
1: I was. Oh going. no. <laughs>
2: She's like, What are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> the
1: truck can take it, it's fine. The
2: truck no worries. <laughs> yeah, man, it's by the end. By the end. Yeah. So. Were
1: you were you appalled by that by that uh
0: The gas bill.
2: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much (laughs) like
0: three hundred dollars.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was uh, pumping gas in um, Rugby, North Dakota, which is we found we stopped there because it's the geographical uh, center of North America uh, of North and Mexico, Canada and the United States. So right in Rugby, North Dakota is the center and um across the street was a gas station and they're playing the song billy, billy i want to be a billionaire by bruno mars and as i'm pumping gas i'm like this is crazy to be a billionaire to drive this they truck. should
1: have that on on repeat because it's like yeah we're gonna pull up at the gas station
2: <laughs> regret
1: how much money we don't have right now <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: uh, no my parents are thinking about trading in their uh their truck because it's it's just a gas guzzler and quite frankly they have a, a pull behind camper Um, But they don't want it anymore, and so then there's no point in having the truck. So they're thinking about just getting a van again, which they literally had one before they got the truck, but whatever. So constantly trading and swapping. That's fancy. I had to buy a new car this week too, by the way. Yay! Phenomenal. Wait a minute. You saw the old one?
0: No, so remember I got the car. No, no. So remember, uh, three weeks ago, before my Home Alone, I also got in a head-on collision where yes, I, uh, yes. totaled our car. And He's so we winning only, right now. I've had a long month. The month of July has not been. It's been cool. I bought a house, but then everything else is just going. <laughs> Um, and, uh, which I think is what happens when you buy a house. Uh, so anyways, um, uh, but yeah, so we got a full settlement from the thing. So, but the sorry part is, is we have to like, it's not much money. So it's like, we got to go buy another hoopty to, Mm. to, uh, to get to buying another car. But we literally just bought a house. We can't just go, you know, get another, get a $300 payment car. That'd be crazy. So... Mm. Yeah, not a, not a thing. So time to get a gotta, horse.
2: Yeah, there <laughs> you go. I, oh, how do I tell not my Texas, wife? Right. I'll <laughs> well,
0: tell my wife she has to get an electric scooter that she has to take that to work.
2: I could give her some tips. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it's a little different here than uh, New York. Uh, I imagine your travel time isn't very long, so it's fine. So, uh, you know, it takes about twenty minutes to get to work for her. So, in an electric scooter, would be a little slower
2: yeah and plus you don't probably have many bike lanes like New York does so
0: yeah and it's also 105 degrees right now so (laughs) imagine that would not be awesome so yeah there you go Uh, well cool Uh, that is very good headlines of the week Uh, is it time for that thing that you enjoy Trey
1: Jason I want to talk to Sarah but you are right first it is time for a quiz Sarah, I hope you're ready. Jason, I hope you're ready. Maybe, I don't know. Jason, I don't know how much you enjoy the outdoors, but we're about to find out because this quiz is all about the great outdoors. That's right, folks, this quiz is about camping. Sarah, I know this is your first time on the show, but you are going right up against Jason in an outdoor quiz. And what's really cool is all of them are multiple choice, so you can't possibly get it wrong, right?
2: Correct. (laughs) Right.
1: So, no, I, th- you get a percentage of getting it right or wrong. Let's see how everybody does. Whoever has the most uh, answered correctly questions, I uh, said that wrong. Whoever has the most points at the end of this uh, quiz gets a nice little NFT that I will show you at the very end. Um, and uh, you guys will both get uh, equal uh, an ample opportunity to answer any all questions that I throw at you. Uh, but let's start first with Sarah since she is our guest today. Uh jason are you ready um yes is your brain ready is what i should have said
0: i was reading our comments and i realized (laughs) what it was yeah let's move on from
1: that comment (laughs) so uh question number one at first i was
0: like oh no that's not what that was (laughs) let
1: the camping begin (laughs) okay Question number one, Sarah. Which of the following terms refers to a camping in a motorhome, van, or RV without sewer, water, or electrical connections? Is it A. dry camping, B. austere camping, or C. desert camping? A. Dry camping. Okay, yeah,
2: Jason.
1: Sure. <laughs> Jason, same question. Dry I'm gonna camping. Go... I'm gonna go with A because it's the one that sounds real congratulations you both got it correct it is dry camping this is what is referred to as dry camping when you have literally uh nothing connected to uh all of your things so let's see cool on to question uh number two jason you get the first crack addict crack at it (laughs) Uh, Crack yeah 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 the word i was gonna leave it alone uh no but i realized it too i'm like oh
0: that's what he said
1: the word glamping is a blend of which word and camping is it a glass b glamorous or c glacier it's, well dude i'll
0: tell you right now in this weather i wish it was glacier i'd go outside and just global warming is a thing ice folks glashes. um but anyways uh uh glass. it's 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 glamour Trey, don't you try to trick me into saying the wrong answer it's b
1: oh, oh you said gla- you said it was glamour though yes okay cool he said glamour so sarah uh a glass b glamorous or c glacial oh you're a jerk B
2: glamorous <laughs> phenomenal that's the correct
1: answer jason you you were right there like i don't know why you answered glamour because that I, wasn't said an answer. I said b i said b i actually don't remember you saying that i remember you saying glamour so congratulations sarah you're one point ahead of jason currently uh on to the next question sarah which of the following is the best thing that you should do with camping trash um is it a bury it at least 20 centimeters deep b pack it out or c burn it
2: b pack it out because you don't want the bears
1: (laughs) Mm, okay cool 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 and so for well let's see i'm gonna ask the question later jason Should you bury it? Should you pack it out or should you burn it? (laughs) Bury bury it. It will stop. Bury it. Bury it. Bury it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that is incorrect. It is pack it out. Sarah, I so why do they pack it out? What are they talking about? As in like hiding it, putting it away. What are they talking about?
2: don't leave no trace behind even toilet paper they say they say you should take your toilet paper and take it with you too that is the the, dirtiest thing ever that's kind of (laughs) gross
1: there was a there was a it was a movie where they were being tracked by a bear and they were telling um they were telling the guys to bury um i think it was like he he got a cut on his arm or there was dead fish or something and he was saying to like either bury the cloth or bury the fish dude hangs it up in a tree so it doesn't end well uh, Um, but that is the worst possible thing you could possibly do because they can they have a really good sense of smell awesome on to the (laughs) second to last question jason Uh, what is the best way to get rid of human waste while camping in nature is it a dump into a lake or river b hide under grass or c buried in a cat hole
0: this is a very poopy quiz you got here buddy um hey um
1: i said trash at first that now this is human waste
0: oh i heard poop the first time oh trash oh my brain Come on, um
1: ah uh, the first one a eh? dumping it into, okay yeah yeah i guess this is sure. related, Yeah. sarah same question dumping in a lake river hiding it or burying it in a cat hole
2: bury it you, it's, that's why we have bow houses, right Cover it up. (laughs) There you go.
1: We bury our waste when we go camping, Jason. Gosh, come on, man. See, the problem here is that's what I answered the first question,
0: was that you bury it, and I thought you were talking about human waste, and you weren't. And so then I was confused while this one was that question, and I was like, obviously, it can't be the same answer. But then I realized I got the one wrong before. So, okay, whatever.
1: That's tough, bud. I'm sorry. Your your face is tough. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm maybe for you, but not for my girlfriend. Anyway, moving right <laughs> along, uh, this is the last question. This is the, for the Mansion, the Yacht. It's anybody's game at this point, but you have to get it right. Are you guys ready? Yes. Phenomenal. Do what are do you it. doing?
2: I get do it right,
0: Trey.
1: This is the last question of the night. What is my favorite? Co- no, I'm just playing. In, in which of the following European countries is wild camping allowed? Is it a Italy, b Germany, or c Switzerland? Uh, sarah you can go first
2: okay uh well this is they're all alps country uh i don't know i guess the swiss i would say switzerland because they're pretty independent what? thinkers okay. Can, okay can you give jason? me the
0: definition of wild camping does this have to do with werewolves yes and then it's it's germany
2: oh <laughs> are you sure yes
1: jason you sure 100%. about that yes sarah are you is that your final answer
2: I mean, Germany sounds just as good to me. <laughs> can I give a split 50-50 on know the border? What? You
1: can because that's the correct answer. And since we're going for who has the most points at the end of the quiz, you win, Sarah. Congratulations. Yay, thank you. So
2: it's this one. It's
1: this one? It was Germany. It was Germany. So, oh, was Germany. so, okay. was Germany. so <laughs> they allow wild camping. camping. Italy and Swiss, the Swiss do not. Oh. Um, what is wild so con- camping? Okay, look, man, you're giving me a hard time here. You
0: should have... No, you're going to destroy me in the quiz and make me look like a fool on international TV, and None then I, I... Two people are watching. this three While now. Camping is
1: camping outside of campsites, such as, uh, such as often when wilderness backpacking, but also as an option when driving through sparse, sparsely populated areas, going down a river, sea kayaking, or cruising on small craft too small to provide berths. So there is that that's pretty cool um i love watching uh all the the guys that go out in the the outback or like they go on remote islands and they stay there for a couple days catch and cook the whole nine yards i love watching people do that i would die so anyway uh i love watching people do that but congratulations sarah you win this also beautiful nice nice jaime nft congratulations Ah, it's from jaime uh (laughs) That's your little applause for the day. Um,
2: Thank you. Good game, Jason.
1: (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard anyone say good game Jason. (laughs) Because they were like, Yes, I destroyed Jason.
0: Ouch. That's because you make them destroy me. Sarah is a good
1: sport. So let give it up for Sarah. She's a good sport. Yeah. Um so anyway, uh that isn't worth anything right now, but that's okay. It might be worth something someday. Uh, but really i want to talk to sarah so why is she on the show today jason well when i asked Sarah to be on the show uh which felt like six years ago um
0: uh she said uh make more in-person meaningful connections with one another why do we need to do that for a better year Sarah. And why are you so blurry all of a sudden?
2: I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out too. I don't know what's happening with my camera.
0: She's trying to camo probably just She's trying to same. camouflage into the yeah, that's that better? Yeah. Yep. way better. <laughs>
2: okay. It's probably this thunderstorm happening behind me. Oh, that's
0: fair. So what can we do for, so why is it that we need to make more in person meaningful connections with one another for a better year, Sarah?
2: Well, I mean, I think it's important to come together. I think uh, travel, you know, being in person, you know, communicating, you know, it's helping to get out of this mess that we've been in for the past three years. Um, you know, I, I lived, I've I've been living in New York City for about 20 years now and um you know when you are inside all day long you know especially when coronavirus was happening and you couldn't really leave um, you know we definitely had the brunt of it in Midtown Manhattan um, you start to realize how important it is to um, interact with people mm-hmm. and you know how important uh, getting out to nature is you know being with the trees and kind of feeling free and for share and all these great things so um, in doing so you know you start and making those connections again and uh i really think it's important that, um you know i think travel brings that out getting around the world talking to people from around the world you know getting a sense of how people live um is always a blessing it's a beautiful uh experience of life so um i think that's the answer uh to bring us back together um, it seems like we're very polarized these days
0: yeah no uh, that makes total sense and again the stuff you get to do looks pretty awesome um and but i think it's it's interesting because yeah now for me i've gotten stuck to see this guy every week so for the whole time so so you say your three years has been terrible imagine getting having to see him every week i'm just playing he's amazing um i missed him very much last week he's my one of my best friends and a fun guy um i mean he is a mushroom man Uh, He's from Super Mario Brothers. Um, No, that's not.
1: We're going to move on. Yeah.
0: Okay. Sorry. Um,
2: I like mushrooms. uh,
0: (laughs) But uh, no, no, I I agree with you all the way. And I think it's interesting trying to uh, like, it's like a a good example is I'm a stay at home dad. And um, I used to go like, we wouldn't be at the house more than like three, two, twice a week. We'd be out doing things all the time, but then COVID happened. And now it's like trying to force myself to get out for like once a week. And it's like, you know, you got to go do stuff. You got to do, there's so many fun things to do. And it's like, oh no, you just got to, got to reignite that idea that, hey, there's other stuff happening other than just you in your room. And um, I agree that that, that could make for a better year is to actually get out and do something.
2: Yeah. Um, and, and it's good for the country, I think, because, you know, I like I said, I just went to North Dakota, it's my second time there. And um, you just get to see how the rest of the world lives and, and vice versa. I've always said if I was dictator of the world, <laughs> if that's ever possible, I would, uh, you know, just like jury duty, I would say everyone needs to live in New York City for two weeks and everyone needs to live in a rural area in, New York, in the United States for two weeks and then really get a sense of how people live. And, you know, I think that helps someone kind of forms some really good personal um, conclusions rather than getting it from the TV shows and, you know, news yeah. and whatnot. You get to see that people are cool and, you know, they're, they're respectable and they like to live good lives, Vice, you know, from all, all walks of life. So yeah, it's important to get out there.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. The closest I ever got to New York is uh, Hartford, Connecticut. Ah! We, we drove past New York, uh, we were on a tour and uh, our main sit down point was Hartford for two weeks but then we drove back past it and i waved at new york but we did not stay there
2: this is connecticut now yeah yeah well, that's
0: amazing <laughs> it, Hartford was cool and we, we actually had the Hartford symphony actually paid us to come down and we were we were a group of uh cello like a string quartet that was doing hip-hop things
2: oh that's so cool
0: and so i was their opener i was not i was not the uh the one that they uh thought was cool oh look our good buddy uh from boss visual medias showing up
1: uh oh it's, it's his birthday doing the, it's doing the weird thing with the borders for some reason oh I'll fix it okay. uh happy birthday Elrico! um mm-hmm. uh, yes. he said so proud of y'all I wanted to New York I'm assuming he said I wanted to go to New York or I want to go to New York um yeah so where so I guess where where are you from originally Sarah
2: Oxford Connecticut I'm here now in Oxford Connecticut so How I was close, when-
1: and I'm I'm terrible with uh, U.S. geography. How close is that to North and South Dakota?
2: Oh, very far. <laughs> I, I would so say about a thousand miles, maybe, maybe two thousand miles. I had to fly. That's to what I'm thinking. that and then driving so, hours. <laughs> is it just the
1: northern accent then?
2: Uh, you say well,
1: Dakota, so like Dakota. it's just Dakota. right on. Exactly, it's right on the, num- the right it's on the like money.
2: <clears throat> and and they speak a lot like the upstate New York. People too, and like near Canada, it's kind of that northern. You know, I love it.
1: (laughs) So, how do you say sorry
2: in New York, like Brooklyn, kind of? How do you? How How does
1: Sarah say sorry?
2: Sorry, 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 sorry. Really, really. Sorry. Is it? Do you ever say sorry? (laughs) Sorry, I don't. I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm just asking. I'm just curious. Oh. I, I love
1: accents, so I'm just asking. Oh,
2: <laughs> I, I, Sarah, I'm not very good at accents. How, how do you say breakfast? Breakfast? breakfast. <laughs> Bagels. <laughs> Bagels?
0: <laughs> yeah, mine's breakfast tacos every day.
1: Dunkin'
2: yeah. Donuts.
0: <laughs> nice. Jason
1: Jason literally omits the K. He just says breakfast. Yeah, it's so. the only
0: way I know how to say it. Breakfast. <laughs>
1: breakfast <laughs> breakfast um uh, anyway no so that's cool sarah so um what about um the outdoors do you love the most
2: oh uh great questions um i like i like scuba diving so i love the ocean so that counts as the oh outdoors. wow okay yeah sure. i like being underwater yeah. i like um just feeling like weightless and it's just a really cool experience being underwater yeah uh,
1: yeah that's I love amazing. that response. I I don't think of like the ocean when I when when like people are talking about the outdoors, I think of camping, like the wilderness, but I mean, that counts because it's outdoors. Yeah.
2: Um, and the jellyfish super... and the sharks. Hey, man.
1: They're real. They're very real. Um and they're go
2: spectacular. Ahead, Jason.
1: Oh no. so... <laughs> well some, I, some uh, can't sting you right so there are there's a species out there that you can swim with but I was yeah not watch out for the species. box
2: jellyfish or the blue jelly, there's a there's or there's a jellyfish Man-a-war? in australia no it's very very tiny in australia oh, that the box jellyfish yeah they'll kill you yeah you, you got to wear um a skin when you get in the water yeah nice. forget that in
1: australia
0: so thinking about what you do sarah and uh, uh one more quick uh uh, focus on not it <laughs> um was uh when i think about what you do i fell in love with this new show it's called uh never say never with jeff jenkins and uh have you heard of this sarah mm-hmm.
2: no and so
0: he's a he's a guy out of austin but he's like a plus size dude so he's like a 300 to 400 pound dude and then he goes on to these natural nature things <laughs> so he's like he's like riding a horse and he's like Is repelling uh it's on uh yeah it's on a geo and it's oh, awesome gosh, yeah, but yeah, as a guy true. that weighs 375 pounds i think about i'm watching him do these things and i'm like oh my gosh or he goes caving i'm like so many fears in my life happened in this show and i was just like i bet that's so much fun but i bet been so scary like the only episode that like was like okay he actually did sumo wrestling which he looked bigger than the sumo wrestler but he was awesome and it's uh but it's it's so cool to see somebody go out and do that and but he always says he goes you don't see many people like me traveling doing these nature things which are these uh, bigger people and like all the you know all the ones that he gets freaked out when they're like you know he's on a netting that's you know 10,000 feet in the air and he's like this isn't graded for my weight and they're like you just got to try and yeah. you know i'm like dude you have a whole safety team you should be fine but i know it's scary um but anyways how did you get into all this how how did uh how did traveling become your job
2: Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I love it. It's just I love seeing the world. And uh, how did it become my job It's just something that was an extension of just living life. I, uh, you know, worked pretty crazy hours in New York City um, on Wall Street and, uh, you know, pretty burnt out. (laughs) Um, It was very it was a tough existence in a lot of ways, a lot of pressure and uh, a lot of just commitment to the lifestyle, the job and putting your head down. Jason, I'll be right back. You know, hundred hour work weeks and so on and so forth. So a lot of, um, kind of my interest to kind of break away from, um, that kind of life just for a moment is to kind of get on a plane and, you know, don't come find me for a week, you know, (laughs) so that, you know, my, my, my first interest was scuba diving. And, um, I saw something on CNN a long time ago where you can go, uh, scuba diving with whale sharks in the Georgia aquarium.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And um, i was like oh that's really great and then i my friend said why don't you get scuba certified and you could you know actually go diving and and give it a shot so one thing led to another and you know i started scuba diving with whale sharks in the aquarium and then that led to me you know kind of exploring the underwater ocean um around the world and that's gotten me to see some really cool places so for me it was like my release from um you know just a a kind of a a, the grind if you will and um, it just allowed for me to you know, continue to see the world. And, and I collected a lot of people along the way. So the more we went on adventures, the more we thought of more adventures. So it's been a fun, uh, fun ride so far. And I hope to do more.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. What actually one of the episodes is he actually gets to swim with whale sharks,
2: That's amazing. Uh, like
0: in, in, in the, um, like I think in Mexico, uh, like, and he actually, they're actually, um, taking pictures of their footprint or of their tail fins. Um, and so yeah uh yeah anyways i love this
2: guy i'm glad you told me about him what's his name again it's
0: uh it's uh jeff jenkins but the show is called never say never with jeff jenkins but he's a uh he was a very he was a famous travel blogger before he got the show but uh yeah he he seems like the nicest guy and uh but i one of my friends knows him uh and so i was like oh i should check out the show and then i was like I didn't really understand that it was going to like totally make me feel good about wanting to do nature traveling. Cause it definitely, it can be a fear when you're bigger, like dude, can I even, are these things even made like he'll, he was one of the ones where he's rock climbing and I'm like, Oh wow. No, he has the muscles to do it, but it's like, you know, you, you can think, Oh, well, just because I'm overweight doesn't mean that I can't do these amazing things.
2: That's a great so, attitude. Yeah. Every, yeah. It's a great attitude. Yeah. I love how he's demonstrating, you know, don't have limiting beliefs. You know, if you want to try to accomplish something, anything's possible. I know people think like cost can be a big limiting factor, um, but you know, if you can figure out how to do it right, like for me, like when I get on a plane, I use airline points, and you know, going overseas is actually a lot more affordable than let's say going to Vegas. Right. Sure. The amount you have to spend on a hotel and like the resort fees and things of that nature. Renting a car, you know, renting a car in the United States is very expensive. It is. So if you like figure out how to like maybe get some airline points, get you to a country, have a you know, local tour guide give you a, a, a tour. You can really explore the world, you know, on the cheap. Um, oh, that's so, easy. yeah, it is. As long as you just you know, realize that it's not as scary as you think and you want to get some courage and you can do it.
0: And like. Well, so far out of all the places have you gone what is easily one of your favorite places?
2: Oh man one of my favorite places is Oman actually okay Where yeah is that? Oman is on the um, uh, I think it's the Arabian Peninsula it's south of Saudi Arabia so it's part of the Arabian um, desert yeah and it's next to Super Yemen. Cool yeah and i went um there was an opportunity to scuba diving so again paid on points went on airline points you know arranged um a local tour through a connection i had and that was just phenomenal cost effective we want my brother and his girlfriend and um it felt like the uh movie aladdin you know the cartoon movie from the the 90s you know he's sure. on a carpet ride and he's Hanging out with Jasmine and Jafar and all that, um, it really felt like Aladdin personified. It was like stuck in time. It had those like you know kind of curved like you know props wow. and like there's a sultan and it was pretty incredible. And like um, it all kind of stems from there. The flying carpet is from Milan. so um, it was really rad. It was really really rad. And uh, one thing I really liked, um, we got to go to Salalah, which is a, a local favorite of people who live in the Middle East, and it's right on the ocean. And during the uh, spring, it rains a lot. There's a rainy season. So everything becomes green and lush, like behind me. If it's a desert and then it starts to look like this and there's like watering holes and all that. And it's right on the edge of the ocean. And we had a tour guide, Ahmed, and he was the coolest person. He took us to the local markets and he showed us frankincense, you know, the three wise men. They uh, took their camels actually from Yemen and Oman and they did their little, you know, caravan up through Jordan, um, the, the Rose City in Petra to get up to Bethlehem. And so they were bringing frankincense, which is a sap from the tree that grows there. And we got to taste some. And then on the way back to the hotel, he was driving us through a desert and it was 360 degrees of just like sand and the horizon. And he warned us about sandstorms. And we're like, well, I asked often, I'm like, how do you navigate through that? And he goes, well, my grandfather used to be a nomad traveling with the camels. And I'm like, well, how did he know where he was going, you know, back then there was no compass, there was no iPhone, there was nothing, right? And he goes, The minute you doubt yourself, you're lost.
1: Ooh, wow. Yeah.
2: yeah. So that was a pretty rad experience. That's amazing. And, uh, yeah. So this just goes to show like I was in the Middle East, you know, hanging out and I learned some cool things, you know. And then uh, you know, I came home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's amazing. That's super that- cool. Thank you. Do you have any fun travel questions, Trey? Yeah, no. I mean, what were what did the frickin'ses taste like?
2: <laughs> it tastes like tree sap. And if you bite it, they're very little bits. They look like tiny little pebbles of like white, dirty white pebbles. Okay. And you bite it, and it gets stuck in. So if you have like a like a filling, I, I would warn against it. <laughs> it's like chewing right. a laffy taffy, but even more stickier. Yeah, it's uh, it smells beautiful, but when you eat it, you're like, yeah, I'm eating sap, <laughs> tree sap. <laughs>
1: what's uh i guess my next question would be what um what's the takeaway come i mean honestly from from visiting all these places that are obviously um you know non-americanized um what is your takeaway from kind of like your favorite spots that maybe westerners could learn
2: yeah so i um again on cnn i i got a lot of inspiration way back when um from reading some travel you know bits on cnn way back when and um one thing i read and it sticks with me is they like profiled this like retired couple from america who like had this adventure around the world and they said the one thing that they realized is 95 percent of the people in the world are good people and that always stuck with me and as i have seen the world i've been to over 40 countries and you know done some pretty you know you know far remote things and gone you know pretty far away places and you come to find that that people are very hospitable they're welcoming they're kind um you know they're some are reserved some are shy some are you know standoffish but you know the minute they you get to have that human connection like we first started talking about at the show you know like bring people together the minute like you start you know kind of hey what's going on how are you you know interactive and pleasant and polite like you start to see that people are really cool they're really nice they're hardworking. they want they they want good things for their family they want their environment to be you know preserved and you know they're happy to show their home like look this is where i live (laughs) wow you're from new york that's cool (laughs) so that's pretty much it you know um more or less like uh thankfully i have not really been in dangerous situations um you know it's been okay um yeah it's it's uh it's been an experience so far and i hope to do more
1: that's amazing awesome
0: do you um now? You also have put groups together, right, to go do all these things. What's the biggest group you ever went on a on a trip with before? Uh,
2: so uh, the, one of my uh, trips that I planned was there was about eight of us, and we went to Myanmar and Thailand, um, which was pretty rad. Um, it's also known as Burma, that formerly known as Burma, and we got to go. Um, right now, the country I think is in. Um, it's it's a little bit in a disarray it's there's been another military coup and they've kind of shut their borders down again as the last i've checked and you know it's been it's there's been a lot of political um, unrest for about 50 plus years but we had the opportunity to go when things were kind of calming down and um it was like a country kind of stuck in time it was pretty incredible and um you know there's uh, one of my favorite places is this place called bagan and there's all these pagodas that were built in like a thousand years ago out of like bricks Thanks. And they have, you could Google this, it's called balloons over Bagan, and you could take higher balloons and kind of fly over them in the, as the sun's rising. And uh, yeah, it was pretty rad. And then we got to rent these like little electric kind of mopeds and then you know drive around these pagodas and then go inside, nobody cared. You just kind of walked in <laughs> and you're like, okay, I'm in a pagoda. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, and then we went to Inlay Lake, which is where the stilts on, on the lake, there's these little huts that are stilted into the lake and they paddle you through to go and here we are like on someone's paddle you know canoe and they're filming some like amazing race kind of show right in front of us and we're like all right debunked (laughs) you know it's not this (laughs) you know we can see the production crew we can see them all right take two you're like all right well (laughs) i see what's going on behind the scenes (laughs) oh wow that is adventurous (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) that's
0: that's amazing and it's it's so cool like uh, i imagine when you first did this, was just kind of you by yourself or you with one person. Were you going by yourself or did you always have somebody with you when you started? I try you know, to go interest?
2: with people. Like I mentioned my brother and his girlfriend. I have friends, you know, around the world. I have a, a really good friend in Australia who, who tends to be just as adventurous. So, you know, we try to like, you know, see what we can do. Um, sometimes I've gone by myself. A lot of the um, solo trips I've done have been in the United States. Sure. And that's where I, um, I rent a car and I just drive. Um, you know, someone who drives an electric scooter normally is like, okay, let's figure out how this car works. (laughs) And it was so funny because I was in the car um, with a friend when we first went to the Dakotas about two years ago and I rented a car and, um, like I was, I whipped out an old Garmin and, uh, you know, she's like, you know, we have CarPlay. I'm like, what's that? I seriously didn't know what CarPlay was. (laughs) And she's like, you could hook your phone to the car instead of like thinking of Garmin. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I don't so, even know
1: where my Garmin's at, but that's amazing. <laughs> it's an old school
2: Garmin. <laughs> She's like, and I had print out maps from like Google Stop. Maps. She's like, yes, yeah, where to go? She's that's like, what beautiful. are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. Looking to put the GPS in? She's like, yeah, you like I, don't, phone. I, I don't have a car, dude.
0: Leave me alone. I know.
1: Yeah, like, I'm sorry.
0: I'm from New York.
1: I think I what I appreciate so far from what you've been sharing, Sarah, is just the, the coolest, the cool parts of culture shock in, in, in a nutshell, because, you know, when you went over to Thailand, you're like, and, and then when you went over, went over to, um, I guess, uh, oh my gosh, where did you go? It, no, it's close to Yemen. Oh, my. Oh, my. So no. <laughs> you went there and, and both of those times you said it was a place stuck in time and just, I mean, all these different cultures, like that you've got to experience the different foods and delicacies and, and just – people would you do you feel like people are happier wherever you go
2: that's a really good question I'm glad you asked that because I've had this conversation a lot I feel like and I, You know, being from New York, Mo Money, Mo Problems, right? Like, <laughs> they were just doing, I was just down um, this weekend, down by the Brooklyn Bridge in South Street, South Street Seaport, and they were doing a drone show, and it was the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, so, you know, obviously, Biggie's in wow. Brooklyn. Yeah, it was really cool, and we were watching, we just happened to stumble across it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm quoting Biggie, right? Mo Money, Mo Problems, or is it Jay-Z? I forget, but both from New That's, York, right? Representing it's, Brooklyn. It's, 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 <laughs> you, you guys are the rappers, not me. <laughs> but you know what I mean um yeah and that's why i find that this balance i this balanced existence i had for a bit like working on wall street for so long um you know it's the center of the universe financially and and there's a lot that comes with it right that's driving people to like you know work hard and play hard if you will and i think with that comes a lot of burnout it comes a lot of like backstabbing it becomes a lot of like ego driven you know decisions and I didn't like that existence because I got to see more beyond the veil. And, um, you know, I really think that if you have like a good, just solid existence, like in a humble, you know, kind of place and you have food and a roof over your head and you have, you know, good experiences. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, you can live humbly. Um, you don't need it all. You don't need, you know, the, the almighty dollar to like feel like you have a good existence. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: i think it's it's interesting how it works uh, it's always funny to me um was that one of the things i've been watching lately was like uh tiny houses and i always laugh when they when it's like oh yeah but that's just living in new york like it's not everybody, yeah. else, is like, everybody else is like i'm living in a tiny house i got a hundred i got 200 square feet and the dude in new york's like i have less than that dude oh yeah
2: um, but <laughs> yeah just, that's right
0: <laughs> but it's so funny the perspective of um, some people, it's like some people think that you need all those things, and it's like I grew up in a trailer park, you know. I grew up with happy people, happy parents, and happy situations. Um, I also grew up with a deer being um, slaughtered in my um, in my uh, in my front yard. That was always a weird conversation starter with somebody. Like, what's happening? It was like my dad. I don't. I don't well, I don't at least you know what to
2: do. Food. I mean, we were talking before about like travel shows and whatnot and camping, and I was thinking about one of my favorite shows called Alone. I'm sure you guys have seen that right on netflix or whatever AE, wherever it's being broadcast wherever
0: it is yeah
2: wherever it is wherever, <laughs> yeah and i'm i find those people so admirable and mm-hmm. i think you know the more and more we kind of like think about life what it is right now and do we want real to make some meaningful changes and does that mean going off the grid does that mean like what am i going to do like i need to learn how to grow food you know how do I hunt, right? And I, I
0: appreciate crazy. that you believe in me that much, but I was too busy playing Super <laughs> Nintendo oh, okay. to care about any of this. <laughs> I mean, that can grow
2: stabbing. like that poor deer. I'm like very merciful, man. Like the poor deer, you let stick <sighs> in on the. Yeah, then, no. Huh? I was the head. same way. I'm
0: like this blood is. I like deer sausage, but I never learned what he actually was doing. Or I think he took me once deer hunting. Um, But I, yeah, not my thing. I'm not as, as you, I'm not the biggest outdoor person, um, but it was, uh, it was interesting growing up in that, but I I honestly didn't learn much, Uh, but you're right. It is cool to, especially now with how society is and how things are, it is nice to know if you could go off the grid that you know how to do it. Now I do know how to cook things in situations, so I do feel secure in that, but I don't know how to skin a deer.
2: okay well maybe one day you'll learn
1: maybe (laughs) i don't plan on learning at all so i I don't want to do that uh but yeah (sighs) no venison's amazing but i don't plan on dressing a deer at all so yeah ever i couldn't do
2: it i couldn't pull the trigger but again watching alone you know you start to see these people going all right i'm hungry let's kill some let's break some necks of rabbits or like all right i guess i'd be that way too
1: (laughs) i mean that's what we that's where where we came from at least we had to hunt and gather
0: well um now it's that time where you get to actually uh do a little uh plug tell us more about what you do i haven't even mentioned uh your business and i apologize uh the adventures which you'll we'll talk about right now which no. is so cool like it <laughs> makes me so happy that uh, what you do and um i'm glad we get to talk about it so uh uh it's your time
2: Thank you, Jason, I appreciate this. Uh, Thank you for the opportunity. So yeah, embolden adventures, be emboldened. It's my travel content site, uh, showcasing people I meet from around the world and all my travels. And so um, I wanna embolden people uh, and get people interested in the idea of seeing the world and traveling, whether it's climbing a mountain or scuba diving underwater or everywhere else in between. And a lot too where I find interest is uh, the megalithic and the mysterious. So like places like Easter Island and Stonehenge Machu Picchu and whatnot. And I'm in the process of writing my first book, my first Embolden Adventures book. So it's based on my five week adventure uh, from getting laid off uh, in 2019 in the financial district and going on to Morocco and then onwards to the Amazon rainforest where I did seven ayahuasca ceremonies with the shibibo shamans, and then onwards to uh, the ancient alien kind of places in mysterious Bolivia, and coming back to New York City with a changed mind, having done all these amazing psychedelics and seeing the world in a different light, and then New York City shutting down with coronavirus in 2020. So it was quite an experience that's really, changed a lot of the way how i see the world and i think this book might be very interesting so um i hope you could check it out it's almost done i'm about um three-fourths of the way through and you could check it out on emboldenadventures.com. e-m-b-o-l-d-e-n adventures with an s dot com be emboldened
0: awesome perfect that is, that is amazing and i'll tell you you uh, reminded me of my most my most dreamy thing in the world is to go to Easter Island. And I looked up the trip. I want to. Oh, Lord, that trip is so expensive because you have to either, you have to either go on a cruise ship to get to it, or you have to fly a plane to a fly to a plane to get to a boat to get to the thing. And, uh, man, I really want, like, for the same reason Trey would want to go, which is all the the idea that um, that this this was, uh, like, the idea that Easter Island is one of the only places to actually Uh, I forget what it's called now but uh, where everything died Um, and so it's interesting how it works and then you know also the Island uh, heads and all that stuff is cool and uh, yeah I love all the history behind that so it's always my dream I mean for a few years me and my buddy was talking about taking our families on a cruise there or you know but it's a very long and expensive cruise to
2: get there so i will say is... so that first of all easter island is a is a is a cautionary tale for humanity because they think the people died because they cut the last tree down yep. on that oh, island so that's a problem Oh wow yeah but they suspect they for the moai to move those you know statues they use trees as logs and but that's a theory but that's what they're suspecting the last tree got cut down and that you know helps to ruin their civilization but I will say, Jason, um, I flew to Chile to Santiago from Houston, and that flight you could probably get it on points. And then what we did was we did a layover, and then I recall the flight from Santiago to Rapa Nui, which is the real name of Easter Island, was like five hundred dollars. Oh wow! So yeah, don't don't discount it. You could pretend. And then we stayed at you know, we rent we got a, a taxi, which isn't far, and we like stayed in a a cheap you know affordable hotel and we got a tour guide and we got to see the island for four days. I have a piece on it on my emboldened adventures page awesome. and I have on um, the itinerary and all these suggestions. So I hope you could put that into manifestation and I hope one day you could see the, the island. Yeah. I'd like for you to do that.
0: Yeah. It was, was it fun? Was it worth the trip?
2: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100% was worth it. It was so interesting. I mean, I like that stuff, you know, who who, are, who carved the the Moir? Is it aliens? What the hell is it? <laughs> you know? like, yeah. What's something
1: you could? I, I have to ask you then. What's something you could tell us that most people don't know about the island, or just anything? about it? So there's it, there's wild
2: matter. horses that run that island. Yeah, and there's a you volcano. Say what? Wild horses.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: So when you're going to see, there's a um, few distinguished areas. Well, I shouldn't say distinguished, but when you see Easter Island, there's like very characteristic photos that you take. It's like, this is one area, this is another area. So when you're kind of touring a very kind of recognized area, um, you see these horses just running, and there's like horse skulls everywhere because they die and they drink in water and they get stuck in like the water hole and whatever. So yeah, there's a lot of horses, and there's also a volcanic crater. So you can you know, go on the edge of the volcanic crater, which is really cool. And one more thing is, um, we went to this um, ancient civilization kind of footprint where the people used to live and they used to have this competition called the Birdman. And uh, like every guy would compete and they would have to run down the steep in, you know, hill down to the ocean, swim a mile, um, go climb this rock and rob an egg from a nest, take the egg, put it in, swim back, Run back up the hill Whoever can get there fastest without breaking an egg Becomes the Birdman for the year It's like this big feat uh, uh, Feats of strength if you like Seinfeld And uh, what is it uh, It's a feats of strength in Easter Island
0: Interesting So, so you're saying that uh, Nacho Libre Stole their bit from Easter Island
2: I like, guess so yeah, yeah. Where <laughs> they go perfect. get
0: the, There's a spot where they go get the eagle egg And then they have to eat the eagle egg for power
2: Oh I see yep that's yes.
0: it yeah, yeah.
1: What if um, Nacho Libre is actually Just based off Easter Island Maybe that's true.
0: Um, the, the other cool part is is that that's the volcanic craters where all the the heads it was made out of. Their the heads are made out of volcanic rock. That's right. And so um, it's it's interesting. Uh, that's how they, wild. Didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's why that's why they believe that the trees were cut down all the way so is the only way to travel the volcanic rock to the different places. And then the crazy part is is a lot of them are pushed over because there was a point where um there was like it was like tribal fighting where they would destroy each other's Easter Island heads and so lots of them are actually buried and not even up because of those kind of things where they were knocking them down but uh, it's insane yeah no, I've spent lots of time on Easter Island uh, on learning about Easter Island so that's so cool I'm glad I could ask you about that oh uh, uh sorry uh, to tell you Sarah but we have to start the show over because Jaime himself from the uh, thing says uh, can you restart the show now so. because he
1: just woke up because he got scared and jumped because the rabbit dog in his dream was running to him in the car jumped and flew to it my br- window oh flew to flew to the window but i'm glad that you woke up hi man you didn't get eaten by a rabbit dog named gujo yes. yes
0: and, and this well, is behind me from the nft so. yes oh, cool. same guy I he doesn't sure. look like
2: that though it's like a little you're drawing,
0: <laughs> editing yes yes um, but anyways, now it's time um, for me, Trey, to do a rap. Oh, to I was just gonna mess with you. It's
1: time for rap. All right, sir. Now <laughs> I was just gonna make you squirm, <laughs>
0: Jason. <laughs> I would like—I liked the show without you on it. It was nicer.
1: No, I'm just—how dare you.
0: you? Um, you know, at least the new. Anyway, I was gonna get. Mediocre producing, if I was doing it. Um, anyways. Hi, Sarah. I'm going to do a yeah. rap song now. What would you like the rap song to be? Would you like to add new things to it? Words I'm not using. Would you like it to be a story? Would you like me just to tell you about all the things we just talked about? What do you, what would you like your song to be about today?
2: Uh, about being emboldened and seeing well, the world.
0: All right. I can do that. And uh, what's some words that you'd like me to add to this?
2: Uh, travel, stupid scuba stupid diving. French okay. kissing a wolf.
0: Maybe. Oh.
2: <laughs> if you talk about rabies again. <laughs>
0: yeah. That was one of the reasons why I pressed the button. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, Trey, do you want to add something? It looked like you wanted Easter to Easter Island something. heads. Easter Island heads. Okay. How about um,
2: Oman?
0: Oman, I could do that, Oman. Not Oman, oh Oman. Oh, gotcha. Oh man.
2: All right, and
0: then, as always, if you're in the comments and you think of a word that you'd like me to use, just put it in the comments, only one word, and then we'll actually post it on the thing, and I'll maybe put it into the wrap. I do not know how this is going to go, um, but I'm going to try my hardest. I'm sweaty, and uh, it's hot up in here, but I'm
1: happy. Sarah, do you have a stage name or a nickname Ooh. that somebody has called you in the past, or do you, can you go by anything that we don't know about?
2: Yeah, I'm known as Roxy. Perfect,
1: phenomenal. Jason, you ready to go? Do you want something fast, slow, or in between? Uh, slow. Uh, medium. Okay, cool, got it. All right. Yo, yo, yo! We got DJ sound effects, Roxy, and Scott Psalmist on the mic. Let's get it.
0: Hey, you wanna travel the world run around, uh, just hang out with your girl. Sarah, she be chillin' cause she do what she do. Uh embolden adventures, come on, be a bolden dude, uh, I could only take it back and i be, huh? I'm not gonna tell you the story about she, huh? Well, this person, I don't know who it was That was French Kiss and a Wolf I was feeling it cuz Never knew what I was saying If you're feeling the same I got the question and it's all in my brain And the rabies of Jaime's dreams attacking me I didn't know what I could ever see Be I'm like the CB4T like me You want this all night with the night? Let me Oh, it's like me just chilling on an island of Easter Times so with the times ain't stopping them I got these giant heads trying to knock me over Did you understand what I'm saying? I'm like a 40. 40- over lucky did you understand what i gotta do like a super little man i'm chilling all on and only if i be because i'm on a flying carpet and i'm looking crazy oh what am i doing i never go we got roxy she's like oh i don't know oh she was like in new york and no no but then she went on a trip for the world like whoa She was sitting there doing these tribal celebrations I don't even know what that is if I'm waiting And I'm pretending like it's all the same In North Dakota running people over in trucks, man I don't even get it if I still can't say Oh, it was amazing if we could never feel the pain Bright shiny day stuck, stuck in the rain Then you're stuck in your house because COVID, man That's whack and I still can't react, but I know So that's why we're traveling the world, let it go Sometimes you want to say that you know If I never get it down, now I'm thinking, oh, oh out of this and out of my mind Pretending like everything is oh so fine I define the rhymes Kicking on the trime And if you never get it You still can't make it I, oh But now you're sitting scuba diving in the world And Trey's getting hit by every bullet of this girl Every single jellyfish in the darn world It's stinging him and he's so bloated It's like Earl And if I never get it I'm alone like I'm sitting I'm looking for my people being specific And ripping them Sometimes I can never try And only if I get it Cause I'm wondering why Hey Am I forgetting everything that i say sometimes i know what we could never say hey but don't be afraid to go on a trip and go out on your ways and feel like you live. and uh you might see these people in humble livings but you realize they're happy and you gotta be conditioning uh yourself thinking that you need the money but you don't need the money honey you live in your life and dummy uh just be enjoyable what you have like me i got kids that always want to hang out with their dad and i appreciate that and if i never go but i still want to take them places and buy them all the stuff yo but it's okay because it's the time and I will just sit here as I just rhyme and I find to find the rhyme wondering why I guess I'm done and that's the flow like I
2: Excellent! Thank you. <laughs> that was
1: fantastic.
2: <laughs> really We impressive. hope you enjoyed that, Sarah. <laughs> oh, I did. This was a treat. I this is a memory for sure. Thank
1: you. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I hope
0: that I got all this stuff in there. I'm like, uh, is there anything? I was trying to think. We talked about food because I really wanted to talk about food, but I don't think we talked we about much food. We, we did a
1: little bit, a little bit, itty bitty uh, bit.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. Well, there you go. Thank you so much, Sarah. We had such a fun time oh, uh, talking to you. Thank you and uh just talking about what you do and uh the idea that you get to share people um uh, these amazing adventures is awesome And that that people have a chance to like join you if they wanted to which is crazy to think about that um it's so cool and so um i'm so happy for you i hope that your book gets done and it goes amazing and uh that's a a very good plot line Uh, all the stuff though so uh you definitely have to start it with you being uh, stuck and scared in your house because of COVID. Like like I I feel like I can never succeed and then it's like, oh wait, uh this happened three months ago.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's so it a crazy trip for sure. <laughs> it's like what That's, is going on? <laughs> it's so
0: crazy to like that you traveled the entire world and then came back and got stuck in your house pretty much. Yeah. That's and then right. yeah, no. The way that it was up there was just watching it because I, I live in Texas and so I could at least go out and do things. I just couldn't see and it's easy not to bump into anybody so and i loved that's the one thing about doing some traveling it was like oh man if i was a movie producer that was doing like a zombie show man i'd be recording all that junk because nobody's there because it was just insane to like walk around uh walmart's hv's without any people in them because you know there would be the line of like 10 people or there'd be like hundreds of people but they'd only let somebody go one at a time so weird being in Times Square
2: at that time when nobody was there I was like, Yeah, it was totally uh, that Will Smith movie, I Am Legend, maybe. Yeah, oh, uh,
0: yeah,
2: it's like, What is going on? and like, no lights in the buildings. You're like, This is nuts, <laughs> yeah.
0: and you've lived it, you live there, so you know what it's supposed to look like. Um, but yeah, no, I remember going through downtown Austin and being like, What is going on? and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, but anyways, thank you again so much for being on the show. My thank, pleasure. For- thank you. Thanks to everybody listening to the show. I hope that you come back and listen to the show again. Remember, you can listen to us anywhere um, that podcasts are. Look at the number, look at Flows, the number four, the letter U, and you can go check us out. Um, Or you can watch us live on Mondays at 5 p.m. CST um, on Twitch, on YouTube, and on Facebook. And if there's somewhere else you want to watch us live, then go watch us live there, too. Um, If you want us to come to your city and uh, do the show live, me and Trey will do the show for two people. We don't care we live that life uh you know it might be a low budget show and we might have to like use you as the lighting person but in general um please invite us um we'll figure it out um but uh it, and hey as you saw boss visual media was on it oh that was a new one boss visual media television With their shows, that's cool, but they helped us out with the logos and stuff, so we really appreciate Boss Video Media, especially when it's on the thing. So I remember what it says. Um, if you're looking for a new website, make sure you go to nomadweb.design. Uh, go get a website, they did ours at flowsview.com. And if you want to be on the show, please reach out to us, Trey.
1: Yeah, if you guys want to be on the show, please feel free to hit us up at flowsview.com. You can message us over there. You can also message us through uh, Facebook. Um, I'm Trey somber he's Scout Duh or Jason Riley. Um, you can also just hit us up. I mean, you, you've got our contacts somewhere. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. know a guy who knows a guy who knows a girl who knows a guy, who knows, knows a guy's us. cousin that knows somebody here on Flows for You. We'll get you uh, on the well, show. We'd love to have you guys. You said what, Jason? And we'll get you on the show. Yeah. Even we'll get if you on the we show. only
0: talk about uh, raisins or and,
1: or peanut butter. Yeah. Or we crazy like facts butter. about American history that no one really cares about. But that's okay because we're going to be on the show and we're going to care about it. Um, so, anyway, that's pretty much it
0: all right well um now it's time for our close um and sarah you get to be trey's therapist and oh. you, you you've learned a little about trey and so you get to ask him three questions about his life and remember you can make up any facts you want about his life um you could tell him talk about how you know how how it feels to uh spend uh, time with his idol every single week uh, i don't i don't know how that feels to feel somebody you've dreamed of being your whole life you know i imagine that's amazing and um now he gets to hang out with me all the time so that's great for him. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, all right, so here we go. Welcome to Trace Therapy Session with Sarah and DG Sound Effects. Sarah, do you have any
1: questions for me?
2: Yeah, I'm wondering, uh, do you have any post-traumatic experiences from that jellyfish encounter? <laughs> How are you feeling today about that?
1: <laughs> yeah, Sarah, I'm, I'm really appreciating the, the fact that you asked that question because really, I, I had a nightmare. I had a nightmare last night and I don't honestly get nightmares that often but when I tell you that I was on this boat and the kraken came out of the ocean and ate my entire family and I, it, it left me alone somehow it was not a good night and my bed was soiled oh, but I know that, that that this is just between you and me because no one else is here and this is not being broadcasted anywhere so I'm glad that I can tell you this in confidence
2: yeah well uh i guess uh <laughs> i'm trying to think how this is uh, gonna be helping you um <laughs> uh would you do it again if you had to replay it all over again
1: <laughs> uh soil on my bed my bed or get stung yeah, sure. by a
2: jellyfish, the jellyfish.
1: <laughs> you know if if i had to get stung by a jellyfish again in order to get jellyfish powers sure i mean i don't know what that would be i guess just stinging people i don't like i don't know just did like you ever watch... being lazy
0: oh this is a random person guys... that just happens to show up because you guys hear they're... That? did you ever watch Who the is original? This <laughs> hello <You're>... hello <laughs> this is <a>
1: session here
0: <laughs> i'm magical have no, you ever no, watched no, no, the no. original x-men where they turned the president into like a jellyfish man
1: yeah that was really weird
0: yeah sorry i don't want those powers yeah that's not good Uh you got one more question sir <laughs> one
2: more question can hey, okay. be about
0: anything it's fine
2: anything okay well where's your trip where are you going to next where are you going to pack your suitcases and go
1: if i if i had a plan which i don't japan i I would love to go to japan i would love to go to new zealand i would love to go to australia as long as i don't get uh bitten by something ginormous or venomous um uh and all of those places and quite frankly i just would love to get out outside of the u.s so really anywhere um I would love to visit the Philippines and those are a lot of places because I don't have a favorite. Um, I want to go, uh, adventure and, uh, see the world. So anywhere, you
2: too. I- come talk to me. I'll fly. I'll tell you all about Japan. We could, I'll definitely get put you in the right direction and watch oh, out I'm for God. watch out for Godzilla.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm a huge kaiju fan. So I might just actually run <laughs> to seven. him. Chael will run into his arms.
2: Hold me Godzilla. I
0: love, me. You him. I love you. I love you, And he eats them. I was like, finally, my dreams.
2: I'm a sign of Godzilla. Oh, All right. I'm sorry gonna about that. That. We're going to run right <laughs> past that. Sarah, thank you so much. Thank you. You guys are fantastic, Jason Trey. I appreciate the opportunity. This was quite a treat. You guys are really talented. Thank you. Uh, thank
1: you so much for being on. Uh, we would love to have you on again if you are sure, a friend available anytime. down the road. Hook
2: me up. Um, yeah. But, uh, when your Jason, book comes out, maybe we can show. have you on. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I'd be happy to talk about the book. Yeah. Give me maybe nine months. I'm yeah, almost well done.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, remind me or I'll remind you I'll send you a so uh, we great. only re- we only go two months out so that'll okay. be a little you have to wait so but yeah do That's your cool. thing have fun
1: thank you so much for being on the show thank you thank everybody you. else
2: you guys are great thank you <laughs>
1: uh and so as we're closing out the show Jason flows for, wait it's you first right Ha-ha! I'm glad you're paying attention flows for you flows for you this is what we do now this is what we do All right, love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. See you guys later.
0: Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh.